coming up on 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. That time that we uh, we went to Wreck Beach, um, you, you go down there, you get your spot on the beach, yeah. and then uh, near the uh, tree line, they have a bunch of people doing like barbecues and stuff, Yeah, and they're all nude, and I'll, I'll never forget, first time I saw this, I walk up and I'm like, huh. He's selling burgers and he's cooking up some potatoes, but it's on a very low table. And all I see is his bits hovering above the burger patties and potatoes. And I'm like, so he had hot dogs and burgers. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. I'm like, this doesn't say hot dogs on the sign. Yeah. <laughs> 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. We'll continue. This is 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. Now. Now. So we've been talking about this like hyperloop between Calgary and Edmonton. Monorail. 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 I know. From the moment we signed on with this radio station, we've been talking about how awesome would that be. Right. Well, the company seeking to build that high speed hyperloop link between Calgary and Edmonton now claims that it has secured more than $685 million in funding for the project. Wow. Oh, wow. That's so uh, they're saying like they're getting ready to go. Like, let's go. Is that enough cash? The company says it's currently working on securing construction permits, working through environmental assessments and acquiring land. It's like it's go time. Oh, because there was that thing where they were going to do like just one little section the as test a testing track. area. Yeah. But it was all up to them to deal with that. And they're doing and it. remove it. They're doing it. Huh, okay. Right. Test track Sweet. construction yep. um, is scheduled to go right away here. And they say that the construction of the Calgary-Edmonton line will begin uh, later 2027 because they say that that's when all the con- all the testing will be done. 2027? Yeah. The start construction? That's when they're going to start it. Oh, oh come on. I want it now. I know. We all do want it now. I agree. I want it by 2025. Mm-hmm. I could see Hyperloops in our future. Yeah. I just don't see the first one here. Yeah. There's just, there's busier corridors. But you know what I mean? I think it would be a very busy train or Hyperloop. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I just mean there's there's busier spots. Like yeah. where? Like in like, uh, between like Toronto and Montreal, between Toronto don't and Hamilton. Don't they already have it? Not a Hyperloop, no. They, they got rail. trains. But they, they, they're like just this. regular trains. No one's running Hyperloops. Yeah. Oh, I thought you could take a high-speed train between Toronto and Montreal. We don't have high-speed trains here. We got, Are you sure? They have trains. This ain't a train. Yeah. This is a... It's it's a Hyperloop. I don't think... I think there's like zero contact in the tube, right? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a vacuum in there. Yeah, yeah. Like a thousand kilometers down. Yeah. This thing's insane. Yeah, Canada needs to invest in some high, extremely high-speed trains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got like the Go trains and stuff, but... Eh. That's just a train. They have a high-speed train between, between Toronto and Montreal. Not a Hyperloop, but they do say it's high speed. But I mean, like, anywhere in the world, there's like there's just busier corridors than between Edmonton and Calgary. Mm. Like, for the first Hyperloop to be here just seems wild to but me. But this would be good incentive for people to move here. If we build it, then you can live in either city, work in either city. Wouldn't that be crazy? Take the, take the Hyperloop to work, mm-hmm. right? Then we can sing wonderful the songs. are awfully loud. It glides oh. as softly as a cloud. Is there a chance the track could bend? Not, Not on chance. your life, my Hindu friend. Mm. What about us Brendan slobs? You'll be given cushy jobs. Were you sent here by the devil? No good, sir. I'm on the level. The yes. rail came off my pudding pan. <laughs> Take my penknife, my good See, we would have to have oh, a yeah. great song. We would, all, we would have to have a good song. Right? Hands and raise your voice. What's it called? Murray. Once again. 
Oh my god, this sounds like it's from like. I know, I don't know why it is. The quality is shoddy. Timeless. And that ended great for Springfield. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> the Hyperloop will be constructed at ground level, and Transpod says that the vehicles travel within low pressure tubes protected from the elements, making the system immune to weather. Vehicles are driven by linear induction motors and air compressors, and the lack of friction allows them to travel at speeds of up to 1,000 kilometers per hour. <laughs> That's faster than jets and nearly triple that right now of current high speed trains. That is incredible. They say that a hyperloop between Edmonton and Calgary will do nothing more than boost jobs and economies. Oh, 100%. Well, like, think about it. Like, we could, we could finish the show, jump on a train, go to Calgary, do some shopping, do some dining, come back oh, on the yeah. train, yeah. and still this, have some day left. This text here says, this is bad for Edmonton. No one will actually live here. Oh, no, I think everyone from the south is coming up here. Oh, right? yeah. You think it'd be the other way around? Absolutely. I don't know. The only thing, yeah, the only reason you live in that dump... It's because we're too far away. <laughs> but if we, were, if, we were more, if we were closer? If we were more accessible? Yeah, right, maybe okay. move up here. Let's say it happens. Yeah. Okay. What are they going, like, airport to airport? You know what I was looking for? Like, the start and the end? Probably. I, I don't know. It doesn't bring say. it into the city. Then no, because then, then you're blowing down expensive. a ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably airport to airport, which is fine. Right? Well. Catch an Uber into, into town or something? Yeah, I guess. Our airport's really far. Well, and I would imagine if they were developing this, then there would be like another high-speed shuttle from the airport to uh, like in town here. Because once you come into the city, we all know how expensive like LRT is. Yeah. And yeah. this would be much more intensive than yeah. that. I think it would just get more uh, like high-speed transit. Like buses? So at 1,000 kilometers per hour, how long are you on the Hyperloop for? Probably 20 minutes. Is that, like, is that how short it would be? The WestJet plane is like a 30, 35 minute uh, flight. They said, I don't think it did that speak. I think they said 45 minutes and it's mm. like 300 kilometers. So it should be like 20 minutes if you're going a thousand kilometers. Yeah, they an said a thousand kilometers yeah. per hour. Up to a thousand. Up to. But they're yeah. banking on like a 45 minute drive. So I guess they're planning on like 500 kilometers an hour, mm. which boring. Yeah. Well, they, Give although me a it is it is fun going fast. We did the bullet train in Japan. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I think we hit 362 kilometers an hour. After which that, is wild. After <laughs> that initial acceleration, yeah. Do you do you feel like you're going 300 kilometers? No, an man, hour? you crack no. a beer. Yeah, you don't feel it. It's weird. Yeah, I thought for sure you'd feel like crazy G force when it's banking corners. Yeah, you don't. It's weird. Does it take off? Like a rocket, or it, is it a slow it, acceleration? Oh, no, it takes off very quick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, there's no running for the train being like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> the train just... It's gone. <laughs> gone. People want to know if it would stop in Red Deer. I would imagine so. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> to pick up some people from Red Deer? No. I yeah. guess. Yeah, this is a major city. The it's major a, city. I want the major rocket. City. Yeah. Yeah, I don't stop need, a, I don't need a, a three-minute delay. People are also asking what is the price of a trip. They don't say in this article. I wish I wish they broke it down. Like anything, though, probably super expensive. I don't know. I think if they can get the uh, the population using it, like, but what's a good price? Uh, thirty bucks. Thirty bucks one way. Yeah. To that's me, a that's great price. Gee, that's, that's way too cheap. Oh, you think it's way too cheap? Yeah. Yeah, I'd pay about like fifty bucks. You pay up to fifty? Yeah. Okay. That's how much about a tank of gas is for my car, and I yeah. need two tanks of gas to get I, there. I think they would have to make it affordable for uh, like companies to pay. Mm-hmm. For business. Yeah, yeah. for business. Because I bet you that would be their bread and butter. Yeah, because Com- companies always say they don't have any money, and then you see the what people are traveling and hoteling <laughs> and expense accounts. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, we can't get a raise. You have a $30,000 year expense account. I know. Go F yourself. Don't let them cry poor. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Pinching pennies, and they fly in the whole executive suite. <laughs> 
to come for a tour. What are you doing? Yeah, just to look at the building. <laughs> you guys better be sharing rooms. <laughs> you got bunk beds in your rooms? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What if it's fifty dollars one way? Like for a couple now, you're paying two hundred dollars round trip. Yeah, you would be. Eh. Yeah, I could get a little steep. That's why I think yeah, I think I don't it would know. be a lot you could fly for that to Calgary. Yeah, but then it's the whole waiting at the airport and. But it's also the beauty of flight. Like ah. a bird in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waiting at the airport sucks going through security. Although I would imagine on Hyperloop, there'd probably be some sort of security. Mm-hmm. This one, I'll pay anything not to drive there. Yeah. Yeah. If you're driving that a lot, like, uh, like we, we had some people that had to drive to Calgary for work, like for our sister stations there. And initially they were excited. They're like, Hmm, I feel fancy. Yeah. After like a one month of doing it, they're like, this is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks. Some people are saying $90 in the article that they read. Other people are saying $80 one way. Oh, one way. Wow. How many trains they put in the loop like at a time? Like how often do you think they'd be leaving? What does that picture show? Does it only show one train in the tube? Well, they'd have to do more than one. Otherwise, they would have yeah, to. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd have to have multiple. Well, actually, if it only takes 40 minutes, you could oh, run them every 40 minutes. It shows uh, two tubes. Well, one north, one south. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, who knows how many tubes there will be? They don't say. But imagine driving down the QE2. That looks space age. Yeah. Seeing that. Yeah, that's sweet. That would be pretty cool. So nonetheless, they say that they've got the funding. So there might be a day in the next 10 years when we actually are driving or riding rather the Hyperloop. You're kind of flying because it's, it's not touching. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are we at with that gondola? Oh, I think that's still oh, a that's go that's going. Too. That's still a go. That's a go. Yeah, no, nothing's a go, get, but what's, nothing's what's getting in their way. Not even homes. <laughs> I, don't see them, I don't see them breaking ground. Well, I gotta wait till things melt. Well, you know how it goes with with the government and anything. It takes nine hundred years to get. You're also going over a body of water. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Prairie Sky Gondola. I think when I saw a headline about it today. When you starting up? There's no headline right now. Um. Because it showed up in my feeds. I don't know why. Completion by 2024. Yeah. Hey, right. So That's there cool. you go. We will create 39 full-time operational jobs and 120 jobs during the 18-month construction and commissioning period. Sweet. That'll be like our thing. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. See, and then people from the south will come up here to use our gondola. Take the fastest mode of travel to get access to the very slowest. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. I love it. <laughs> 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. All right, let me know if you would attend this restaurant. The head chef of a naturist park near Toronto. So he is a, um, they, it's like a like a park area. They've got like a really nice restaurant. Kind of like, you know, like Horlack Park has got a restaurant. Sure, yeah, yeah. So do they. Uh, this guy, though, he cooks in the nude. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty much everything is done without clothes at Bear Oaks, just outside of Toronto, including activities like yoga and eating at the park's restaurant. They're actually more of like a resort. Like a nude resort? Because it's not like a government park. It's privately owned. Gotcha. So the staff at Bear Oaks is committed to like a, a natural lifestyle, so much so that even the restaurant's head chef cooks completely nude. I don't know if I would want that. Has I mean, he got full body hair nets? Well, yeah, because 
Well, okay, here's the thing is like I There's that issue, plus there's like grease flying up at you. Yeah. Well, that's his problem. Well, and sweat dripping too. Yeah. Yeah. His kitchens are warm. Like, remember uh, that time when we went to Wreck Beach in Vancouver, Mars? Oh, I'm sorry. Just before we go on, I assumed it was a dude. It's a woman. Oh, okay. That was That's my mistake. Yeah. Oh, that's still, less body hair, though. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, because yeah. I just pulled a picture and I'm like, that man has no hair. It's a woman. It's a, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that time that we, uh, we went to Wreck Beach, um, you, go, you go down there, you get your spot on the beach. Yeah. And then uh, near the uh, tree line, they have a bunch of people doing like barbecues and stuff. Yeah. And they're all nude. And I'll, I'll never forget. First time I saw this, I walk up and I'm like, huh. He's selling burgers and he's cooking up some potatoes, but it's on a very low table. And all I see is his bits hovering above the burger patties and potatoes. And I'm like, mm. so he had hot dogs and burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this doesn't say hot dogs on the sign. Yeah. <laughs> I still got myself a burger, mind you. You did, yep. But yep. it's it's interesting to see that. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, like in a regular kitchen, chefs aren't wearing gloves, and that our hands are our filthiest things. A I lot of times they're wearing gloves now. That, and I think they're washing their hands constantly. Well, they're supposed to be. They have to put signs in the bathroom to remind staff to wash their hands. Yeah. If they have to put the signs, there is a reason for it. Staff <laughs> aren't washing their hands. Yeah, Our you, hands are disgusting. I thought they were just all wearing gloves now. Any oh, any restaurant be. that we've been at that has like an open Usually kitchen. Usually they're wearing a latex all, They all have latex oh, have gloves, gloves on. on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, like no the idea. black latex? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black like latex. salt-based style? Yeah. yeah. He's always got those gloves on in his videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen someone without gloves. Well, I thought they were barehanded back there. No. And I think those uh, black gloves have like heat resistance too, a little bit. Oh, do they? I okay. see them like wearing the black gloves when they're like cutting into like meat. briskets yeah. and stuff. So, huh. I wonder. Well, this chef's name is Kim Lariviere, and she independently owns and operates the Bear Bistro at Bear Oaks, which serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's fully licensed. Mm. It also has an espresso bar, and you dine in the nude there as well. Now, Kim identifies as she and describes herself as a 60s baby that was raised in a very free environment, she said, where it was totally common to be nude. When you went to a nude resort in Jamaica, could you eat in the buffet area nude? No, you had to be closed. Okay. Anywhere where there was food being served, you had to have your clothing uh, on. So it was just basically nude on the beach. Nude on the beach nude and, the and on the resort. Yeah. Uh, nude at the pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always assume the kitchens aren't as clean as we'd like, and we just I just sort of yeah. accept it. You probably oh. don't want to see a lot of kitchens. Yeah, I think I could deal with a nude chef. Hmm. You guys wouldn't. I don't. I'm, I'm uh, not. I don't know where I'm at with uh, it. I want the parts in. Like, am I nude? No, well, either way. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm nude, then I'm I'm cooler then with it's it. Fair game. Yeah, but if I'm not nude, but like, I know it probably doesn't do much. But like, what if uh, someone back there cuts a fart? Oh, at least fabric is yeah, filtering there's a, there's it. a buffer versus just poof on your salad. Right, because it's not just uh, potential gaseous yeah. coming out. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Kim was asked which part of her body takes the brunt of the burns, and she said it is her boobs. Mm-hmm. But she still said she's nowhere close to consider quitting her dream job to save her skin. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. So, well, if you're in that area and you like to be nude, check out Bear Oaks Bear Bistro. Mm-hmm. Go and look at it. You wouldn't be able to do that, uh, like in town here, right? AHS would shut you down. Probably. I would. I would, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I would uh, they would be furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. We'll continue. This is 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. All right, I want to talk about um, this woman here. Um, 
This woman, her video has gone viral because she's talked. She's talking about her big wedding day, and a lot of weddings are coming up. We're heading into the spring, into the summer. A lot of people are going to be tying the knot. Um, well, her story is about something a little different. She just recently married the best man from her first wedding. Oh, oh, oh wow! Does that mean she's always had the hots for him? Maybe. Right. I would I would always think that if I'm the one that uh, got punted from the relationship and then she moved on with the my best man. Oh, I don't if it's know. you, then definitely yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would always think I'd be like, huh? Maybe there was always something going on there. Yeah, her yeah. name is Desiree White, and she tied the knot to her ex husband back in 2010. And among all the guests was their friend Bryant, who was Desiree's ex husband's best man. Now Desiree. And um, Bryant and her ex-husband have all been friends since high school, but never suspected he had feelings for her or she did for him, etc., etc. But they are now married. And she recently posted a video comparing the best man's speech at her wedding to her ex mm-hmm. and then his speech as her husband at her new Oh. At her most recent wedding. Ooh. Oh, that might be poor taste. Oh. Yeah, why would you do that? Why even reference that? Yeah. Like, just move on. Well, it's the same. That's the same guy, though, right? You're saying that he it's gave the, the best man speech he gave. He gave a speech and at, the, husband. at, at yeah. her first wedding, and now he's the husband giving a speech. So in his first speech, he just talks about how his uh, now wife and, his, and her ex-husband are, you know, meant to be blah, 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 love forever, blah, 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 you know, all the good speech stuff. And now she's, you know, posting the speeches mm-hmm. side by side. Mm-hmm. Is the was her is her ex husband was he the best man at this wedding? I was looking for that. Oh, that would be weird. <laughs> or is he just out? I'm going to say he's long gone. I think he's long gone. I want to hear his I'm, speech. I would never show up. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, I'd string you along and stand you up at the end. Um, their first wedding, uh-huh. they look like children. Well, yeah, that was 2010. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, now, how did this all start? Well, apparently, at her first wedding, Desiree, later on in the evening as the wedding went on, danced with Bryant, the best man, mm. who during that dance asked her why she hadn't given him a chance. <gasps> oh, wow. Why? Why would you say that? There was something going on. Best wedding? man behavior. Desiree in the video says, quote, he said, why didn't you ever give me a chance? I would have always taken care of you. Mm. I asked him what he meant, and he said nothing. I love you, and I love your husband. Then he got quiet. Desiree said she went upstairs, and she sat in her dress in her hotel room, confused. She said, I wondered if I was misinterpreting what vibe he was giving off, and we just never spoke about it again. But within a year, Desiree and her husband then split and she said that after she split, guess yeah. who was there to help her out? Oh, I bet you he was there to pick up the pieces. Of right course there. he was. Bryant was right yeah. there. Oh, so do you think he deliberately planted that seed and it ruined her wedding? I don't know. It I don't ruined, know. I think it ruined her relationship. Because <laughs> you, wouldn't you always think about that now? Yes. It's chances are he's going to be around all the time. He's, uh, he's the best man. He's this, obviously a good friend. This might be tough. And because uh, this is, this is, I don't know if this really happens. But I want to know from you, if you've got a story to share, 780-489-4669. Text us this morning at 56789. Did someone tell you that they loved you or had feelings for you before your wedding? 
Like not right before on your wedding day, or even on like even like this guy did it during the dance. Yeah, well, uh, he waited uh, like an hour too long. Yeah, right. <laughs> isn't that isn't that the time you do it to give uh, the bride to give the groom a chance to back out? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's fair. I Are, think if Haley, you, do you have anybody who might tell you that they love you? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I want drama at See? my wedding. Oh my god! I want a, I want a lineup of men saying, "Oh, you should have picked me," and yeah. I'm like, "No." You don't have to say, but could there be anyone that comes out of the woodwork that um, might make you question? No. You there was a split second there. You waited. Too I had long. to think about it. Yeah, that was a long. Time. Yeah. And then I realized that I have no suitors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe. No, there's nobody. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Would you want to know if someone like had deep feelings for you before you're officially unavailable? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's kind of a, that's oh, a mixed no bag. Either. What if wedding day, Gingy took you aside and he's like, I got feelings. I feel for like, you. don't tell my you, wife. You smoking weed? <laughs> you <laughs> <I'm> smoking weed? <laughs> you get into my edibles there, Gingy. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be tough. What yeah. do you do? Ah, uh, yeah. Wouldn't you? You wouldn't want to know? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't want to know day of. You should have took the time like a, a couple weeks prior and threw this bomb but at it's, me. But it's the same difference. A couple weeks prior, everything's already set in stone. The wedding is happening. Everything's paid for. The guests have been invited. Oh. People have made travel plans. That's easier to cancel than the day of. We don't have to. Just, uh, I don't know. I feel like you, you have to get it out before then. Because after, you can't. You have to take that love, that like secret. Af- like after they're married, you yeah, can't ever say a take word. It to the grave. Yep. Sorry. You after that first it. kiss, that official kiss. Yeah. It's well, over. But I think what happens is people get drinking. Yeah. Like people get drinking. Like and right, like after the wedding. Yeah. Like yeah. after the ceremony and the dinner and the drinks are flowing. People get handsy. People get handsy. It becomes emotional. It becomes real. What yeah. happened? Oh uh, no. That he that she's now off the market. Yeah. You realize your life is ruined. <laughs> Missed your chance. <laughs> Man, did like everybody on Facebook find out that you were getting married and all of a sudden you got that one message mm. from a long lost lover? Do you think my bear wrangling ex would uh, reach out if I ever tied the knot? Yeah, I do. And like splash it online. Yeah. You think? She would? Yes, of course. Do you think she'd come to town? Yes. <laughs> I do. Kicks the door open. I object! <laughs> little flattering. Yeah. A little she, flattering. I mean, you know, she's, she's still in her uh, park ranger outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's uh, with her four kids behind her. <laughs> she, um, yeah, she can leave those at home. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, I think she would. Mm. I really do. Four she, suspiciously similar looking children. Well, no, she's. She's tried to open communication and crash has shut it down. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I think that... Well, Mara's caught it before me. Yeah, imagine the gall this woman <laughs> no. trying to get crashed to look after his own kids. <laughs> yeah. The nerve of her. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> 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 All right, has this happened to you? Um, and, and like, what happens? Like, were you like, I like, were you super mad about it? Like, the nerve of somebody coming forward and like putting this in your head it is a, a week thing before your wedding, mm-hmm. right? Or afterwards, like, how dare you tell me this? Mm-hmm. Some people are texting in anonymously, telling me that this happens way more than I think. Like yes. people just uh, married and because they settled. But meanwhile, they find out after the fact that like their one true love was like, hey, why didn't you ask me? Oh, oh. Right? that would suck. A lot of people get married just because it's out of it's just comfort and you just settle and it is what it is. Right. Oh. Don't settle, guys. Like, I'm, I'm going to leave this name out of this text, uh. even though she sent it. it. says, guys, I'm dreading that my fiance's ex-girlfriend is going to make an appearance at our wedding this fall. This is totally something she would do. Oh. It was my text. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Tell me off the air. Yeah. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. She's a sweetheart. Mm. Oh. 
Uh-oh. 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 uh has this happened to you? And what happened? Were you mad? Did it make you question what was going on? Did you find out that someone reached out to your partner, to your fiance? Yeah, yeah. Were you furious? Mm-hmm. Give us, give us goods. Give on us it. the give goods. Give us a down low on it. Thirty-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. We'll continue. This is 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. Mars. Oh, wow. All right. We're talking about whether or not anybody ever professed their love to you um, before you got married or before you were entering a serious relationship. Uh, or maybe um, maybe you were the one who reached out. Mm-hmm. Is anybody willing to admit that? You. It's funny. Uh, like we joke about my bear wrangling ex. Yeah. But I think Mars genuinely thinks uh, my bear wrangling ex would show up. I do. Yeah. Oh, I'm not lying. But like she's uh, in a fully committed relationship now. Yeah. Living in the bush. Sure. Crash seems to have uh, kept tabs. Yeah. Well, no, that's uh, the, uh, the last time. I, right, 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 right. I don't right. know. I don't know what her current state is. Have you met the Lady Mars? Uh, no, I have not. No, no. No, I'm sure she's a really nice lady. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, tremendous stories. Yeah. yeah. You've turned down numerous uh, times for lunches. No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Mars would be concerned. Crash never talks about her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Why would there be anything to worry about? It's been a while. Yeah, she rarely comes up. That's right. She, sometimes we'll go full days without talking about it. Yeah, sometimes. She hasn't come up in like over a year. Oh, please. 12 years we've been doing this, and every now and again you bring her up. No, God, no. As the, if you were the, uh, the would-be spouse of the person that received uh, a letter, a, a notice of affection. Yes. Don't you want a hot commodity? Don't you want the people that other people want? Yeah, like, isn't, this a, isn't this a good thing? Right. Yeah. To I know mean, that they, other people want them. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. hopefully they turn that uh, that uh, affection down. Down. You yeah. want you want to be with someone who was wanted. Temptation Island, Ginge. Yeah. Uh, listen to this text here. It says, guys, I'm about to get married this summer. But I've been having ups and downs with my guy. Okay, okay. My best friend just told me he has loved me for years and he wants me to end this with my fiance. Oh, man. I'm super confused right now. Throw it all away. Anonymous. Well, try before you buy, right? (laughs) I don't know. If you're you're considering throwing it all away, you you try, right? It's like a movie. (laughs) It is like a movie. Your best friend for years finally confesses his love for you? Mm. You risk it all for that. This text here says, guys, I would like to remain anonymous, please. I was married, and one night I was sitting on the couch with my best friend watching the movie Juno when suddenly it came to me that I married the wrong person. (gasps) So I looked at him, and I told him so. Oh, my God. What? Ah! That's uh, that's big. And that's what it is. That's what you... Oh, my God. What is that? Should we continue? That's the text. Oh. That is big. I'm guessing they promptly split up. I'm guessing they named their first kid Juno. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) That's a juicy one. Um, Here, uh, 780-489-4669. Staying totally anonymous. Hello, how you doing? Hi. How are you? Good morning. We're good. good. Uh, uh, Did you have a little drama around your, uh, your wedding date? Someone saying that they love you or what? So it wasn't my wedding. Yeah. Um, Me and my ex, we were in our best friend's uh, wedding. We were both in the wedding parties. And the day before they got married, um, I kind of got the feeling that my ex and the bride were just being just 
little too friendly to each other. Yeah. Okay. Um, we ended up, the wedding went on. Um, it happened. It was beautiful. And this happened in July, like July, it was like a few years ago. Um, fast forward to August, my ex and I, we split up. And by February, the bride and her husband had split. And they, um, like, everybody was still somewhat friendly with each other. Mm-hmm. It got to the point, though, where the, the bride um, completely, like, cut me out of her life and just kind of pushed pushed me out um, uh-huh. and now her and my ex they are actually they got married um, so there was some fishy business kind oh. of behind the scenes that nobody really knew about yeah, so yeah. your husband just to clarify your husband um, you you think might have been have had something going on with the bride my my ex-boyfriend yeah your ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend okay, had yeah. something going on they, with the bride they were, just, they were just always like really really friendly and the day before um the day before her wedding like we went out for um like a rehearsal and a supper and it was just the weirdest feeling that there was something going on they were just giving each other like different looks they were being overly affectionate um and like i confronted him about it but there was you know he he promised that there was nothing going on but just the series of events that followed afterwards kind of solidified that there was something going on right and so it's it's yeah it's amazing this does happen like a lot yeah the texts that are coming in yeah i can't believe the story's rolling are they together now or no they they are together yes they they are it worked out yeah. Huh. Oh, okay. yeah, they got married. Holy crap. They got married. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. They went okay. through with it. All right. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Yeah, yeah thanks, Anonymous. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. You know, when, you're, when your boyfriend or whatever is flirting, yeah. or when your partner's flirting with someone, like she said, you could just tell, like there was a little, the laughter lasted a little too long. Yeah. The conversation was too intense. She's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Sometimes, though, yeah. the humor just gets you. And once it's fresh, no. fresh material. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> uh-uh. Can you be mad if they end up like she was saying her ex and that bride uh, ended up married? Yeah, they ended up together. So they were, they were meant to be. Yeah. Can you be mad at that? At fate? At true love? You're going to be mad at what the stars wrote in our skies? I think you can be mad at the time of it happening. You but can be what jealous. What are you supposed to do? Not get together? You can be well, jealous of it, but yeah, you can't be angry. Just learn how to be discreet with your actions. Yeah. You don't need to do it in front of the group. Maybe, though, in hindsight, maybe she's reading more into it because they ended up together. So, no. I mean, obviously there was some chemistry No, no, there. no. No, us ladies, we know. Ah. Yes. Think, you know. No, yeah. we know. I've but argued like with just... enough girls. <laughs> <laughs> you think you know. No, we know. Just a harmless conversation at a no. bar. Come on. You know. Just a, a, pat on, a pat on the sore knee. Harmless, right? it's harmless not always, conversation. You're like, oh, you did uh, work mm-hmm. out your knees at the yeah, gym. Sure. They're a little sore. Sometimes they got a little something on their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> on their Let me go. Oh, you left your tag. Let me tie yeah. that Listen, in as you. women, not only do we know when you're doing it, we also know when we're doing it and when it's happening to us. So oh, yeah. it's, you know, no. I'm hyper aware of other people around me. You got a little mayonnaise on your face. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Bitch is using my mail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one here. Uh, Megan, hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Um, you, What was your situation here? Um, so I was friends with a guy that I had known since, oh my gosh, like we were like childhood friends, like from 12, year olds, uh, 12 years and onward. Yeah. Um, like 12 years old and onward, I should say. And um, 
now I'm 30 years old or whatever, so maybe like four years ago, he had texted me and said that he, we had lost touch actually. We kind of kind of went our separate ways and did our own thing and sure. adulthood kind of took over. And um, anyways, he had ended up reaching out to me on Facebook and saying that he was about to get married and he wanted to know if I had any feelings for him because if I did, that he would not marry her. <laughs> oh my God, that's big. Um, and I, I mean, I, I was like, I, I felt so bad, but I, like I didn't. Um, and I had already been, I was already married, and and that kind of stuff. And um, he actually, like, I just hope that it works out for them. Like that was kind of my thought. Was like, that's awful way to go into a marriage. But yeah. I mean, you didn't I really say anything then, out, hey? Like, like you didn't, you didn't contact anybody. You just kind of said, no, dude. Like, I'm, I'm married. You know, good luck yeah, in, in no, your life. Like, yeah, no, like, I was just like, that's such an awful, like, you know, I would feel bad for her if she had ever had found out. Like, I just kind of kept it, you know, low profile. I didn't want to wreck anything. Like, I just said, hey, like, I, you know, I really don't feel the same way. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck. And I'm sorry that you're in that headspace going into your marriage. Like, yeah, you yeah, literally, really you single-handedly could have blown up their relationship. You absolutely could have. I would have done the right, same thing. I, well, I would have kept my mouth shut. Yeah. I would never ever want to do that. So I was just yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna pretend that never happened. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you can never forget that. You'll always remember him throwing that offer to you. Eh? Good God. Oh, I'll always know because if I see pictures or whatever, I'm just like, e yikes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, I just, you know, really oh. hope that he kind of moved past that and he's happy. And yeah, because I mean, obviously we were friends for so long, but I never had those kind of feelings for him. So, oh man, yeah. what, a, what a story. <laughs> Thanks so much for sharing that. That's wild. Yeah. Want more Crash and Mars? And Mars? Catch them live on 1023 Now Radio and 1023NowRadio.com.